And yeah, like yeah. Jesse said, it was kind of like about Ben's situation and his dad's situation. But like, you know, met- metaphorically, you know, it could just be like about in general, in general terms, kind of like how people can seem like one thing on the surface, but then really be something completely different on the inside. And what is up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate show. Uh, we are going to pleasure your ear holes as always. Uh, that was a little bit of taste of Ventress. We have them in the green room ready to come pleasure your ear holes. Uh, they are based out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, metalcore band with influences such as Avenger Sevenfold. And uh, instead of me doing all the talking, let's bring Jesse in and get to know Jesse and a little bit about Ventress. Hey, what's up? Subway Trash Donnie. What's up, Rockstar? How we doing? Doing good, doing good. So, uh, yeah, I had the pleasure of seeing you guys at uh, West End Trading Company here in Sanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, BG, who looks like Kid Rock, uh, the drummer, yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately could not make it. Uh, but I was going to make fun of him because he was hitting his drum so hard, kept, the cymbals kept falling over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is entertaining. There's been plenty of shows where he is like, just, he just pounds on those drums and like every other song and just keeps falling over. I think there's like one show where I've even like stopped playing <laughs> to help him out. Um, you know, that's just, that's just the drummer thing, man. Sometimes right. the hardware you have isn't like the most like reliable. <laughs> and I have to duct tape it down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, super glue something. Um, so we are streaming live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. So folks, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat. Uh, we do have E. What's up, E? Thanks for joining us. Um, and this is Ventress, based out of Baton, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, they formed back in 2012 uh, with their current lineup since uh, 2021. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, the band, Jesse, and what you play and and what folks should know about Ventress. Yeah, so I am the gu- rhythm guitar player slash uh, backup vocalist. I also scream. Um, we got Ben, who is our main lead singer uh sean he's our lead guitar player bj who was going to be on this call he's the drummer and then jake big chug chenever uh i don't know where he got that nickname big chug but uh but it's like you know his reputation speaks for itself so uh yeah he plays he he slaps the bass but yeah the bass man Yeah, and uh, Ben, I wish uh, we could have Ben on here because he's like the Jolly Green Giant. He's like six yeah. six, I think. So yeah, he's he's a, a monster. Like the 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 dude is he towers over everyone. Like if you're ever at a show, it's so easy to find him. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, and and the stage presence, you know, when you guys were playing, I mean, he towers over the band as well. So you yeah. can't miss can't miss Big Ben. There, uh, there's you know, certain shows singers though there's certain shows where like uh this the stage will be like five feet tall so like everyone's looking up at us like this but then they're looking at him like uh (laughs) can you come down a little bit like he's like almost touching the ceiling sometimes (laughs) it's like damn bro (laughs) 
Oh. Yeah, so, um, you know, you you guys consider yourself metalcore, new metalcore, uh, with, you know, influences such as Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for you, uh, as, as an artist, what are some of your influences that, uh, you know, led you into the music scene? Um, I will say, like, we have the band itself. We all gravitate towards bands like Avenged Sevenfold, uh, Bullet from a Valentine, Lamb of God, um like because they're they're kind of like what people have liked most about us because we've you know um we kind of changed our sound over the years uh we we had a more mainstream kind of sound when we first started uh like the typical you know metal sound um but over the years uh the band kind of strived to like you know, we wanted to innovate a little more. So bands like Gojira, Trivium, um, I'm a huge Dream Theater fan. Like, I know Dream Theater is not like the most like biggest go-to band, you know, uh, but to me, they're like the pioneers of what they do. Um, and John Petrucci, like his guitar work is absolutely like impeccable. So I, I kind of strive to take inspiration from him and that actually helped me write like, like the beginning or not the beginning riff, but like the first verse of okay. our song psychosis. Like it's a big, you know, single note riff, but it's so fat and big and powerful. And that's kind of like where I get my inspiration. I want something that stands out than the typical metal core riff. Okay. Like, bands like Avenge Unfold and not saying Avenge Unfold, you know, th- that, that they, that they do that, but you know, at least their older stuff, like, you know, you're always trying to innovate all the time. So it's best to, you know, I would rather learn like more about uh, theory and stuff from bands that are known for like a broader spectrum than just sticking to one thing. So um but and yeah there's only you know there's only one thing consistent in the music industry and that's change so you have yeah. to adapt and, and and keep progressing uh you know with the scene per se mm-hmm. um so you you guys had uh two independent albums coming out or mm-hmm. came out uh 2014 yeah. and 2019 uh, mm-hmm. and then uh this year serpent came out uh in april um you know so i know in 2012 uh, the band was formed, and then 2021, um, the new rendition of the band or the new members. Um, yeah. So, can you touch on, um, you know, the previous? Uh, were you part of the um, independent releases, or? Um, yeah. So i I actually was a part of the, our previous uh, self titled EP, uh, which came out in what was it, 2019? Um, so yes. I was a part of that. I actually was in the band um, maybe for like a year, a year and a half before that point. Um, everything before on Come Alive, that EP, I was not a part of. There was a whole other lineup. Um, and they eventually, you know, all the players kind of, they they wanted to experiment with different music and kind of go their own route in life. So, um how I discovered them was I had a a friend, her name was uh, Savannah Sears and she was taking uh, photographs for them like professionally. 
and um she was she's very well known around like you know uh mississippi alabama florida she even like travels to like all different other states up north um you know to to take pictures not just like local bands that are getting a good name for themselves that she's friends with but like big artists like huge artists uh and she basically you know one day we were hanging out and she's like hey let's go to baton rouge and go see a band and the band was islander and i never heard of islander and i was hooked with their sound from the beginning the moment you know the moment they played and at that time i think uh the drummer the old drummer of avenge sevenfold just joined the band i forget his name but um that that dude is a monster player uh but yeah he uh you know so anyway we go to the show and the band that opened up for islander was ventress and i heard them and i it was like one of those like it was kind of like uh like uh what's what's his name um i'm going blank here uh slipknot lead okay. singer Corey taylor um, Corey taylor yeah sorry wow i can't believe i just forgot Way that. To go, jessica yeah what the hell man <laughs> my brain's all over the place right now but uh <laughs> but yeah Corey taylor like he said he saw slipknot like live before they got big and he said to himself like i'm gonna play play for this band one day and that's like the same kind of you know thing that happened with me but with ventress because i really liked their sound um and they were more you know ventress is known for its live performances um a lot of people go and rep us live and you know you could it's all it's all there you know you could see it it's like you know entity when you're there you feel it like the presence is made so right the uh, vibe and, and the yeah thing. so uh speaking yeah. of drummers uh we do have a surprise guest uh that popped in so let's see there he is can you hey. hear us can you hear us yeah i can hear y'all finally Yay. Awesome. so surprise this is uh bg the drummer who likes to knock his drum set over while he's playing so welcome to the show BG. yeah that's Pleasure me to have you on <laughs> Yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Sorry for the uh, delay. Um, yeah, I had to go into like my phone settings and change some things about something. Don't quite <laughs> no, don't quite don't quite know what I did, but I did it and it worked. So hey, hey here we are. <laughs> Roll with it, right? Roll with it. So uh, pleasure right. to have you on the show. So I was just asking, uh, you know, Jesse, uh, what some of his influences were uh, that kind of pushed him into the music industry or to pursue a band. So uh, if you want to take over and let us know uh, what kind of pushed you uh, to the music industry. Yeah. Well, first, I think the first thing that ever got me interested in music was my dad. My dad's a guitar player. And uh, so he was always playing guitar when I was little. Uh, you know, we grew up in a trailer park. And so like, you know, my dad be in the trailer jamming out and he'd be, uh, so I watched him playing guitar. You know, he tried to teach me guitar when I was young, but it didn't really work too well. Didn't stick. And, um, but like I started playing drums in the school band in about seventh grade, I think is when I started. So that's what got me. Like I saw a friend of mine play at a school talent show, him and his band, his buddies, they played like some Blink-182 song or something. And like, I just thought it was like the coolest things watching that guy play a drum kit. And so I was like, I want to do that. And like, so that's the first time I've seen in person someone really play a drum set. And I was like, wow, that's what I want to do. 
And then, like I said, I joined the school band playing drums. So it was a little different, but it, that's kind of where my, my music and drumming education started my foundation. So awesome. I learned, learned all the, all the fundamentals, rudiments and all that, all those things in school bands. And I think when I was going into high school, my ninth grade year, I was like, I want to get my own drum kit. So my parents finally got me one when I was like in ninth grade. And so I, then I just played on that thing for hours every day. And I love that you said trailer park because we are trailer park homies. Um, Hell yeah! In the trailer park, I got my Fago, which you can't get <laughs> oh, in Florida. Yeah. So I had to, I had to specially get that when I was up north and and bring it back home because <laughs> Fago is not cool in Florida. So yes, uh, I also <laughs> reside in a trailer park, so it's a pleasure having a trailer park homie in here. So that's right. Um, yeah, we gotta rep it. I actually so. live in a trailer too. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> so we all trailer boys. Yeah. Well, we, need like a, we need to start like uh, 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 a we need to start a show, show. yeah you know, <laughs> way cooler than trailer park boys it'd be like uh i don't know something in louisiana you know uh trailer park bayou i don't know yeah <laughs> the cajun cuyons right <laughs> but uh yeah so um and and how long have you been a part of the uh ventress bg were you um kind of 2021 or were you on some of the previous albums or oh yeah i was um I was on the band's second album, uh, the self-titled EP. Um, I joined about six or seven years ago, I think, at this point. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't remember the year exactly. Uh, ben, our singer, is really good about remembering dates and stuff like that, but uh, I'm not. But I know I was about about six years now I've been in the band. And yeah, I was on the previous album and this, re- this newer one we just released, uh, Serpent. Which is a banger, um, but you know, BG, I'm going to need you to know the exact date, the year, everything. All right. So oh, damn. We, need your, we need your birth certificate information. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. We, we need it all. So, and, and provide your social security as well. That will help us gotcha. um, yeah. you know, kind of uh, narrow it down. But um, <laughs> yeah, pleasure having you boys on the show. Um, like I was saying uh, previously uh, with Jesse, I saw you guys live. Uh, you know, at West End Trading Company and Sanford when you guys came down for that rock show, put on a, ph- a phenomenal show. You guys headlined that show. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was a good time. And uh, that's kind of where it, you know, the first first time I've, I've heard the band and first time I, I, I saw the band live was actually there and, uh, you know, kind of fell in love with the music and, and you know, have listened to it since. And, and now you're on the show. Um Oh yeah, which is pretty awesome. awesome Probably so. the first time you've seen a drummer knock a cymbal over twenty times in a set. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. Uh, I gave. I. I even gave you shit after the show. I was like, Yeah, I remember. I remember talking to you about that. Now I remember. Yeah. I was like, Whenever you come on the show, I'm going to bust your balls about it. So, <laughs> I mean, I will say this: I have not met one drummer who hits as hard as BJ does. I mean, like, I try not to, but it's hard. It's hard when you get into it. Yeah, in a live setting, like the amount of symbols he breaks is impressive. I'm like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's kind of badass. I'm like, damn, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he definitely goes hard. We're gonna need to. Um... I had some uh, gear malfunctions that day before the show started too, so I had to do some last minute quick okay. changeups, and that was another reason why that symbol stand kept falling over because that stand is not normally used for a crash symbol so it was like not really a heavy duty stand so it was just not really help uh supporting the weight of that symbol and my hits i was i was ready to jump up there and just put a tie strap on it 
like tie yeah. it down to the damn floor <laughs> for you. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good time. Great show. Even without one symbol, you still rocked it out. So Hell yeah. um, props to Improvising. you. <laughs> right. And uh, so what's, um, you know, you had your new uh, EP come out, um, Serpent, in uh, April of 2022, this year, obviously. Um, so what are the plans uh, going forward for the band? Are you guys, any shows coming up, any tours? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the the big goal that we have for us, like, coming up is obviously trying, trying to uh, get out there and play more, you know, covid definitely did a lot of damage to our consistency touring wise because 2019 pre-covid we were like hitting texas alabama florida like every like the whole south region yeah um and you know we had a lot of traction we were picking up and the next thing you know covid hit and you know i i know it sounds like a broken record but you know, it really has done a lot. And so now we're trying to like build on get back that. in that flow, get back into that right. same thing. So, you know, we have a huge, we have a great team at MVK, like every single person that is working to help us is like, God bless their souls. Like they, they are doing such an amazing job, like doing what they do. Um, and with their help, like it, it's going to be easier for us to get back to that level. So that the main goals we have right now is just mainly keep on writing, always keep on writing and staying creative and then trying to, trying to, you know, get back out there and, and tour as much as we can. We, uh, we want, we had plans to try to do a few like weekend runs throughout the year in the summertime and going into wintertime. Um, We haven't have anything confirmed or booked fully yet. But we are working on some of those and talking about places we're planning on hitting. And um, we do have some tours with other bands maybe uh, coming in next year, other MVK bands. Okay. And uh, we do have two or three shows right now booked locally for Louisiana. Uh, So, like, we have, like, a – I think our – we have a show in Homa coming up in May, I think. um, And – That'll be a cool one. There's a uh, another local band, Shores of Ashron. There, you're like a deathcore death metal band. They uh, disbanded and they recently have gotten back together and they're kind of doing like a reunion type of thing. And so we're this first this show we're playing with them is going to be kind of like their reunion. So it'll be a cool show for them and for us to be a part of. Um, we have a couple of other pending shows that aren't fully confirmed yet, but uh playing some other some other little little uh dive bars that we've we've played a few handful of times here in Santa Mar, Louisiana. And then I think um later on in October we're playing another uh like a Halloween show. Um mm-hmm. which is I always think, fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> especially I, like uh if especially like New Orleans. So question, how do you say New Orleans? I think they are kind of like you do, like just New Orleans. Okay. Because yeah. uh, people are like, nah, it's New Orleans. And there's, there's yeah. Like That's what people <laughs> who aren't from here think it sounds like. Nah, because I, I will testify to this uh, as a Jersey boy, because I grew up up in, in New Jersey. I called the first time I ever heard of New Orleans, I always said New Orleans. And everyone looked at me like, are you 
are you okay? Like, right. <laughs> like I'm just like, yeah, what is it? How do you call it? And they're like, it's New Orleans. Okay. I'm like, so we just had to, that was, uh, <laughs> you know, we had to get that out there and, and make sure everyone is saying that correctly. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and as you touched on pre-COVID, um, you guys were, were touring. You had, uh, you know, the, um, you know, steam, you were steaming, full steam ahead. Uh, you opened for, uh, you shared the stage with Hell Yeah, Cannibal Corpse, uh, you know, pretty huge bands. Uh, mm-hmm. So how was, uh, how was that rubbing shoulders with some, uh, some pretty big rock stars out there? That was, that's always fun. You know, those types of shows are always, sometimes you don't, you really don't know what you're going to, what to get, what you're going to get out of them. Cause sometimes some of them are more, uh, stricter than others you know some of these big bands like they have like they're on these tours with other big bands and so like their tour management they have like pretty strict rules about like what the opening bands and local bands like where they can and can't go or like if they can have access to the other artists or not and like uh so you know that aside though like it's always a really fun time because you always know that those shows are gonna almost be guaranteed to be bigger crowds so it's going to be a lot more energy. You know, you're going to be hyped up and pumped up to play the best show you can in front of these national bands, showing them, you know, that, you know, Hey, we're, we're a small fish, but we you know you want to fuck with us. And yeah. like, uh, so I don't know if I can cuss on here, but yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's always a really fun time. And then like, uh, networking is always a great opportunity for that too. And, um, and, you know, like I said, like you said, we get to, we get to kind of meet and meet some of these bands that are like inspirations to us. And that's really cool. Like I remember after, uh, um, we didn't play the show, but like, uh, I think it was after seeing seven dust one time they came to Baton Rouge and like, we were hanging out and like, we were just drinking with them after the show at the bar. But, um, and then seven dust is pretty cool. Yeah. They're cool. And the bass player of seven dust is like, like good friends with our lead singer ben like okay they have each other's yeah, Vinny. number and, yeah Vinny. yeah they're they, cool so like they know like whenever like they're in town they, they they always have us if they need an opening act i think it's cool too because like um especially some like like bj said sometimes you don't know what you're gonna expect there's been shows where you get these really big name bands that play and like you, you're either going to get the cold shoulder or you're going to get like, Hey, like this and warm welcome. And you know, yeah, we've seen it all. We've seen both sides of that. And the, some bands, uh, you know, that party really hard and there's bands that like, don't even go near that stuff. Like, so it's, the the variety is awesome like it, it's cool because there's some shows that every show has like a different it's like singulared out in its own particular show everything is its own and i'll you say know. some of the coolest moments i remember from playing national shows was uh are some of the people um uh chad gray from hell yeah mm-hmm. chad's a is an awesome dude he was really cool he talked to everybody in the room he made everybody feel open and welcome. He made sure everybody, like all the fans outside, got pictures, got autographs. Like, um, Vinny Paul, RIP, you know, was still drumming for them at the time, you know, but he stayed in the tour bus, didn't come out 
before the show, didn't come out after the show. The only time you seen him was when he was sound checking on stage and then on stage performing. And, you know, I wanted to get his signature, you know, obviously being a drummer and Chad Gray, like I have a, I have a practice pad that I have a bunch of artists' signatures on. And I wanted, I wanted Vinny's to be added to that. And he took it onto the bus and had Vinny sign it for me. So like, so yeah, yeah, Chad, Chad Gray, I fuck with him. He's a cool he's guy. A, he's a wholesome man. <laughs> yeah. And then uh I'll say um some of the other times, you know, um what was the corpse, other one? Was... Corpse Corpse Grinder is a sweetheart, if anyone wants to know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> like people think they get intimidated by cannibal corpse, but like they're all of them are like the most humbled people like you'll ever meet. For the music that they play, it's it's awesome, you know. Yeah, and, and there's so many, you know, like BG was saying, there's so many humble artists that are just cool and down to earth, and you know, there's some that are a little more standoffish. And you know, I wonder if it has, you know, something to do, you know, you know, he's toured for how many years, you know? So he, you yeah. know, at some point, you're probably like, I'm just over it. Just let me play my music type of, yeah. type of deal, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. Some people get in that mindset. That's how they. That's how they actually. Um you know, they, they just like to get into that professional mindset. Cause it, it could like help them or it makes them feel a little more like, you know, to themselves, comfortable, peaceful before the show. Cause I, I, I get both perspectives. There's days where people will come up to me and be like, Oh my God. And I'm just like, all right, like, come on, let's just like chill. Like, like let's bump, get, all right. I'm getting, yeah. <laughs> and then there's days where, you know, you know, people like, low key will be like yo that's jesse from ventures like yo what's up man like chill like you know so it's just i don't know and plus everyone has a life too you don't know what they're going through in life and absolutely uh sometimes some days they just want to like be to themselves and you know you never you never really uh another another cool moment too sorry uh, like all that remains those dudes are tight too those guys are all great jason the drummer it's funny like uh they did like a little meet and greet thing right on their tour. They were on when we opened up for them and uh, they were doing meet and greets before the show started. And like um, we had been in the room, you know, setting up our merch, setting up all of our stuff. We did everybody, all the bands just did our sound checks. Show was ready to go. It was quiet time until doors opened and they were doing their meet and greets. And like, we were told to, if you were going to stay inside to be very quiet and uh, or you can go outside, you can leave. But um, we like me and some of the other guys, hung around inside and uh like their meet and greets was done and i was like man i really want to talk to jason the drummer you know i really want to meet him so like i was like they're done with their meet and greets so i was like he's probably just hanging out in the back about to go back to the tour bus so like i went around the back of the venue you know by where the parking was and was like trying to find him couldn't find him so like 10 minutes i come back i sit back down at the merch table and our merch guy mikey was like dude you just missed jason he just walked over to the table and started playing on your practice pad because I had my drumsticks and my practice pad set up and I was warming up. You're like, and dang it, I was looking for him. That's exactly <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I was like, bro, I just went off to find him and he like walked up to my drum pad and was playing on it and I wasn't around. <laughs> so nice. I would have loved to like do a little <laughs> do like do like some playing and warming up with Jason from all that remains. That would have been tight. Absolutely. And a funny story I have uh, was the Charlie Daniels band. Um, Hell, I was a kid. I was, I was super young and um, we were, they were playing at Kellogg arena and uh, Michigan, which is battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, Kellogg's 
you know, cereal. Mm-hmm. That's the big, uh, you know, that's their corporate headquarters. Um, so they have a big arena, Kellogg arena up there. And, uh, so I remember, you know, walking by the tour bus and, you know, we were in dare, you know, and, you know, everything was bad, you know, dare taught you everything was bad. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, mom, I smell, I smell like weed. I smell pot or how, whatever the terminology was back in the day. And she's like, yeah, okay. You know, like keep walking. And I was like, and I looked, you know, and, and it was the keyboard player and, uh, you know, he's since passed on. So rest in peace to him. But, um, you know, when he saw me kind of peek over, he, you know, put it out and he actually brought my, you know, my mother and I backstage and I got a picture of us sitting on the couch. I think, I think he went by Taz if I'm correct. Um, so I got a picture of sitting with, uh, Charlie Daniels on the couch in the green room with him. Hell so yeah. it was super cool. And it was just kind of like, cause I peeked my head around, like trying to be nosy and see who like was smoking. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a good time. And, um, yeah, so I, you know, I've met so many cool artists, you know, throughout, the throughout the years. And there's a reason I'm not a rock star because I would be, party and hard it uh it would not work out very well for me because uh, i just have that personality where i like yeah. to get out there and jam out and get and loose just hang oh, out yeah. with everybody you know and just be like oh, that yeah. would be a show it'd be like all right we're just hanging out so um <laughs> but yeah on the new album uh some you know two of my favorite songs serpent and uh talladega uh are two oh, bangers yeah. you know there's uh six songs correct no five, five. songs total yeah, five. um they're all great songs but those are my two favorite and uh, Serpent is the name of uh, the album uh, as well. So where does that uh, – tell us kind of where that came from. Um, so Serpent is basically about uh, – I don't want to speak out for Ben, um, but bear with me. Uh, Serpent is basically about a toxic relationship between his dad – who passed away, rest in peace, um, and his uh, former wife. And it was a very, very toxic relationship and where it, it kind of strained off onto Ben. And it's basically Ben's rendition of like what his dad was going through with her and like how he would interpret um like the relationship within there, like talking about, you know, in, in the song, like if you just read the lyrics, like it's very personal. Um, but yeah, so we, I don't think we really had a vision to, you know, per se make the album about like the overall serpent theme until the song came out. And like, we just kind of like, it dwelled on us a bit and we kind of really liked that direction. It kind of grew. The theme kind of grew with us along the way. Okay. Cause yeah. like we wrote the song and recorded it. And then like we made the video for it. And then it was just like all this art, all they had like some of the artwork created around it. And it was just like, this was like a really cool imagery and really cool theme that we all liked. Yeah. So we like kind of just took that and conceptualized it for the album as a whole. But mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a concept album by any means, but like yeah. that's just kind of like the the direction we liked the uh the the, the message and everything to go in. And yeah, like yeah. Jesse said, it was kind of like about Ben's situation and his dad's situation. But like you know, met- metaphorically, you know, it could just be like about in general in general terms, kind of like how 
people can seem like one thing on the surface, but then really be something completely different on the inside. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, makes sense. The artwork is, is phenomenal. So serpent snake in the grass kind of, you know, kind of thing. Um, I dig it. And, um, also to touch base on that when it comes to the art. Uh, so in our two EPs ago, come alive, the main, uh, mascot, if you will, uh, was an owl. So when it came to this EP with Ben and, and with his visual, you know, his visualizations with, with everything of what he was trying to portray, we kind of just thought about like having the owl as an act of the righteousness in a person. And then the serpent being obviously the evil one. And like, people don't know this. Well, most people wouldn't know this, but uh, now owls, owls attack snakes and kill snakes. Okay. So, so it ties together. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of like made sense because we had an owl in our previous EP. We wanted to like bring that back to kind of like, like kind of, you know, bring it all together, so to speak, for like this chapter of, of what we were trying to portray. So. Awesome. And um, so where can we find uh, the folks that are listening on the podcast, the folks that are, are, are live, we'll see the the website below. Um, so how can we support the band? Where can we support the band? Uh, do you have merch we can buy, albums, anything like that? Oh, well, you can find us pretty much on every social media platform like Facebook, Instagram. Um, we have a Twitter. We're not, we're not real active on Twitter, but we do have one. Um, TikTok, we just made one. So stay tuned. We're about to start posting more, a lot more digital content with through TikTok and trying to jump on a, that train, you know. Um, but as far as purchasing music, you know, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, iHeartRadio, Heart, Heart um, Amazon can, Music, Amazon Music, almost every major streaming platform service you could find us on. And then also we do have a our website like you mentioned ventressmusic.com you go there you can see some of our music there you can get linked to our youtube there um you can also find all of our music on youtube and also all of our music videos and visualizer videos uh live concert footage some fan footage on youtube you know there's a lot a lot of content there um on our website ventressmusic.com we do have a merch store um, so you can go to our merch store on our website and find new merchandise that you can't necessarily get from us on tour when we play shows. Cause you know, we have our our merch we sell at shows and then we have our online merch store. So and we have some cool things that we've recently upgraded and, and created on our web store. And a lot of that stuff that said is print on demand. So, you know, it's, you order it, it's printed, it gets shipped directly to you. So and, and that's the best way to support the band is uh, directly through uh, merch, uh, you know, anything that they have to offer that goes directly to the band yeah. um, and, and supports them more than uh, some of the streaming uh, services do. Definitely. Uh, so uh, what are some final uh, departing words that you'd like the fans uh, to know about Ventress? Just thank you guys so much for, for helping us out over the years. You know, I know making music and, and this whole lifestyle, it could be, frustrating at points but you know we're 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 all headstrong we're gonna keep pushing through because this is what we love and you know without you guys like 
it's impossible. So just thank you guys so much for everything. Yeah, I'd like to say the same thing to, you know, of course, first and foremost, thank you to all the fans for all of your support up until now and your continued support through all of our endeavors. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, keep an eye out on us on our social medias. We got a lot of stuff in, uh, going on. Like I said, we're about to hit the digital market hard with content online. So you're going to see a lot of stuff from us on TikTok, you know, Instagram reels. You're going to see uh, lyric videos, you know, guitar playthroughs, all kinds of things like that. And if there's any types of content you would like to see from us, let us know. We're always open to, to, to get to, to uh, trying out new things and making sure everybody gets a great experience with us, with our music and outside the music. And um, right now we're also a part of that uh, Twitch competition for uh, yes. a chance to win a time performance on the big stage at Louder Than Life Music Festival. So yep. like um, our fans, we what we would like and what we need from y'all is y'all support through this competition to keep us pushing to the end and voting for us. Yeah, so, and, like, how you, and how you do that is basically just go on Twitch, make an account, follow dw presents uh because if you vote it, it won't your vote won't be able to go through unless you follow the page so follow, you have to follow their channel to be able to get into yeah. the thread to vote for the bands and just spam ventress let them know you know you're part of the ventress you know family and um yeah ventress whenever, Legion. yes and make sure you know just let them know you know you're there for us and you know hopefully we get the shot you know at the big stage yeah, like they act, they're actually doing the first round of streaming today. Yep. Uh, later today at six thirty. Um, I, we're not sure exactly what time they will be playing our our song against uh the band we're going against. It's three thirty uh Pacific time, so that would be five. Well, that's when it. That's when the stream starts yeah. total. Yeah. But yeah. But we don't know when we're specifically being played. Is what I'm saying. Like we don't know specifically when Ventress's song is going to go, and our bracket will be on. But um, it's kind of all free freelance. It so. is. So, but what we like, Jesse said, we just need people. You know, you log in, join the uh, chat thread, follow DW Presents Twitch channel, spam Ventures' name in their chat thread. They love to see fans spamming the band's names. They love seeing the support. Um, and then when it comes time when they play our music video, they're gonna play the other band's video. Uh, then they're going to, after both bands have done, they're going to give you a poll in the chat thread and you just click on it and then you pick the band and then submit your vote. And that's it. Um, and it's a little time consuming, but it, I mean, it literally takes maybe five minutes to set up a Twitch stream account. If you don't have one, download the app, create an account. It takes five minutes following the page. You know, that's, it's, it's uh, just a couple of steps and that's all we need from, from the fans right now for, for that competition. Yep, but, and that's uh, a huge opportunity, and, and the, uh, yeah, the show is entertaining as well. So, yeah, the dates, um, I believe, are oh, I'm looking at it's May 5th today, May 8th, so in three more days, May 12th, and then May 15th is the finals. Okay, so yep, and it's kind of like a like a March. I, I don't want to say March Madness bracket, but you know it. it, it you know, you start with X amount. Yeah, and it it's a bracket, it's a bracket the, type of competition, exactly. And so like awesome. the, first, the first round is like, you know, this is first round, then they have second rounds, then you got semifinals and finals. Yep. Um, so make sure you go and support Ventress. And uh, I'm a huge supporter, so I will be in there uh, 
you know, voting for Ventress, uh, as you should as well. Uh, so that's going to wrap up this episode yeah, yeah. of the Sloppy Syndicate. Uh, we hope we pleasured your ear holes just a little bit tonight, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. And keep it sloppy. Thank you, White Trash Donnie. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, White Trash Donnie. Trailer Park for me. life. <laughs>